0: This is the Ink Pray Love Podcast. We talk all things health, wealth, and community connection. Let's go. Okay, okay, everyone. You have someone someone very special to meet today. My buddy Mike Shabbat. This guy is very interesting. I'm excited to hear some of his stories and to share some of his stories, how he went from a, just a very interesting character arc. I'm going to let him explain it. <laughs> but I first met Mike in Bali a few years ago at the Astana. Shout out to Dave and the Yogi Lab. And we met there and this guy looked like a statue, like jacked, like you know Michelangelo <laughs> over there. He's just super jacked, French-Canadian accent. We hit it off right away. And now I get to see him on the show. It's exciting for
1: me. Welcome, Mike. Thank you for coming along. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother, for having me. I uh, appreciate it. Yeah, it's Yo, been it's been a little interesting journey. It's been a while since uh, that first meeting in Bali. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That shirtless first meeting in Bali. Tell me, um, I mean, you're a human potential coach, which is yeah. uh, very, very interesting. But when I first met you, you had OnlyFans. And yeah. I want to hear the story arc. Tell me how you came to be before OnlyFans, during OnlyFans, how successful you were on OnlyFans. I wanna know what you did on OnlyFans. And then now into human potential
1: coaching. I want to hear this <clears throat> stuff. Perfect, man. Let let let's start from the beginning. So uh always been kind of like if we if we backtrack, I've always been like a, a kid that wanted to be out of the out of the box, if you mean. I felt like school wasn't for me. So dropped out of college and I went into that uh entrepreneur path. And at that age, I thought I had self-confidence, but I guess it was like kind of a hidden... There was a lot of hidden stuff underneath what I thought was my ego and all that shit. So I go... Um, I started probably the same path as you. I was a little bit involved in the selling drugs and all that business. And I had companies and I had 12 employees and I was running a window washing company. And... um a lot of things happened, man, at, at this specific time. I don't remember exactly what happened first, but two of my best friends died from overdose, which they were also selling for me. And I got a big motorcycle crash. Like, So I got six months off work. And then I was like, maybe I should rethink my life. <laughs> maybe I'm not on the right path. <laughs> that would and do it. and um, at the same time, I got introduced to... Um, to MLM, like the network marketing and all that stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, that seems super cool and more aligned with what I want to do. So I dropped everything. Well, I, I dropped the business and um, the other job I was on the insurance because like, I was couldn't work for six months because I was third degree burn and a few other things. So I, I went into that six months of like, I looked at the MLM top and they were like very successful people and I was like, let me see what they're doing, you know, like what are those people making a hundred two hundred three hundred thousand a month are doing, and personal growth that's that's what came out that's where most of it began. I was like involved a little bit in the past, but that's where it really began for me. I was like, I'm taking this shit seriously. I started reading book, Think and Grow Rich, how to and Influence people, and that was my two first book. <clears throat> Honestly, I didn't get anything of the book, like in terms of if I compare what I know now and I read it and back then, because I was only money driven. So I did a little bit of money, got involved into that, but nothing crazy. Then uh, my whole team shattered apart. So I'm like, fuck, okay, let me go work for a bank. I'm tired of hustling. So I go work for TD Bank. I manifest a promotion within three months and I get offered another promotion not too long after. Um, like for VP of commercial banking, but in the meantime, I lose my driver license twice. I can't go to work, so I call in for uh for depression. Like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm not, I'm not coming, bro. My life is falling apart, and bro, it was just a, I was a mess. <laughs> Honestly, I was a mess. Were you drinking and driving, or <clears throat> was it speeding charges, or both? Bro, like I got like 15 ticket. Like <laughs> they're <laughs> super strict in Canada. Like.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: once i got 55 in a 50 another one like 72 in a 50 like once i got a 78 in a 30 but the problem was i was i was driving fast i was on my motorcycle on that one and i was going 78 in a 50 but the guy said he backtracked me in the 30 but it was a scam i went to court i won the i won part of the ticket cuz so they put it on 50 cuz the whole thing like per meter like I went to, with with a thing and I calculated from the laser point to the track and whatever. I won the case, but I still lost some point and yeah, yeah. shit like that. Like, I don't know, bro, you're young. I was driving a brand new BMW and I had a sport bike. They okay. didn't really love me. Like, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: you're asking for it, buddy.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah and it's like, <clears throat> um, 19 years old, fully tied up in a driving a brand new BMW. Sounds very drug dealer in Montreal. So yep. I was not doing it anymore, but I got like the, um,
0: how old were you when you stopped drug dealing?
1: I think 19. I think when I got the motorcycle accident, I was like, yeah, this is it true. for me, man. And <clears throat> I still kind of stay, stayed a little bit in the circle. I still had friends involved and, yeah. and stuff. And after the working at the bank, I quit the bank. I go stripping. I'm like, "Wow, well, I'm going to go stripping. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? You were a stripper?
1: Yeah, it's your, did You're Magic yeah. Mike Chabot over there? Yeah, bro. So since I was like, since I was eight, 17, 18, it was a running gag that I was Magic Mike. And I was always telling girls in bars like, oh, I'm a stripper. And I, it was a running gag. And then I was 23. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I had a friend that was stripper. And I'm like, I'm going to go stripping. Like, <laughs> this seems fun. So um, I, I did three months, to be honest. Like, three months I did... Bro, it was savage. This is this is another story. It's like so much shit happened in those three months. Like,
0: oh yeah, those it was
1: reckless behaviors. Like, like never before. I went, I consume as much women as a man can consume, and more. And <laughs> it, it was abusive because <clears throat> I don't know what what's happening with the stripper, but bad boy style, fully tied up, girls love it. Back then, I was competing for Mister Canada, so I was jacked, mm-hmm. and it was just everything was good. I was attracting the woman that wanted to get laid. And I was working in an environment that was an environment to get laid. So, bro, I drank the water. The water was there. I was a camel yeah. in the desert. I fucking Sounds drank like the water. you took a shower in the water. <laughs> bro, it, it was bad, honestly. I, no. I look back on him. That's so proud yeah. of myself. I mean, I don't regret anything. It's experience. I had my fun and it led me to be the person I am today. But after three months of abuse, but like abuse, like, bro, the thing that happened in those stripping stuff, like like you can get free blowjob every lap dance if you want because it's male stripper and girls when they're drunk and their friends are pushing them to do things was just a lot of wild thing happen. and I, the first one was cool but after i was like fuck that's a little like i don't want to like at some point i need a rest like i don't want to do that forever so i lasted two more months i did a lot of bachelorette party that was Wait, cool like
0: so there was a point where you're like I'm too tired to get a blow job. Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to be honest, but it's like, I just wanted to go to work and lap dance. Like, but the thing is,
0: <laughs> I just want to give you a lap dance. Don't suck my dick, please.
1: The, the no. thing is, if other dancers are doing it, then imagine it's like, you go back to the table and she paid the same price, but her friend got the VIP treatment and she didn't. And then it started creating a little of ambience between me and the other guy. And- I,
0: wait, I still have questions about <clears throat> this. This is very interesting for me. So the VIP experience in a male stripper world is you get a blowjob.
1: <clears throat> I mean, you can, you can literally have sex with a girl in the back scene if you want. Like, it's very common. The thing wow. is, like, I mean at some point it's not every girl you want to have sex with so yeah, 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 but it's just yeah, yeah. like imagine like stripper women they get naked right yeah so male stripper often they'll get naked and what's entertaining is to get hard and then once you're yeah. hard they're drunk it's like like yeah, th- yeah. that's what happened like so the thing it was a very interesting time but uh, f- was very draining for my soul like honestly you're mixing your energy with so many humans and and yeah yeah and then it was the wild, wild west. And then after three months of that, and I did a lot of bachelor party, that that, that part was cool because you arrive with a police officer and then you're like knocking at the door and you're like, hey, I'm sorry, there was a noise complaint. Whose party is that? And then the birthday girl, you put her in a handcuff and then you're like, you're under arrest. And then you'll be like, I need to blindfold, blindfold you in order to bring you to the set, to uh, the, um, the office. And then everybody's participating, they know what's going. on. they're like, "Oh my God, no, please sir." and then you're like, "Okay, okay, like I'll turn around and then the lab dance start the music start, and then you <laughs> lab dance thirty minutes you're out it that was fun like that that was very like um very normal behavior I mean okay. whatever normal can be so <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was your normal at that age All yeah. right. so three months of of magic miking
1: so then I Bro, I had an addiction to sex. So I left for Bali. I was like, yeah. I need to be far, far away from every girl, far. Because girls were texting me. And an addict that has a drink in his hand all the time, gonna drink. So I was like, you know what? I need to I went to Thailand for two weeks. I came back and <clears throat> and I met my ex at this specific moment of my life. But um, very bad, very bad relationship. Like obviously, with all the energy accumulated, I need that girl probably not the best circumstances to meet someone and attract the right person. And that's where vibration is very important. And this girl like um, was a full on whore. I didn't know. She was uh, graduated from the best school in, in Canada, McGill university in Toronto. I yeah. know <clears throat> uh, McGill in Quebec, sorry. And um, she was graduated with mention as a chart red accounting. So CPA and, at 23 years old which is amazing but weekend she was working in a whorehouse doing prostitution wow <clears throat> but me i don't know and i i'm not really jealous type and i'm working and i'm doing my thing and and at this specific moment i was i started my career like my career as an influencer started to take off and i was competing for Mr Canada so bro steroids plus this plus that i was completely shattered like and um my body was shattered like my
0: how did you find out that she was a prostitute
1: i knew a lot of criminals and i knew a lot of strippers and i knew a lot of girls in the field and i told her when i met her i'm like i heard you're you're doing that type of work she's like no 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 and then she started crying she's like i can't believe you think that of me and she played me the full act damn so for two months i put people on the on the on the watch, I'm like, if you lie to me, I'll know. And just so you know, I got people looking for you. And then she's like, no, no. And then a weird story, like a girl that wanted to hook up with me was working there. So she texts me. She's like, hey, I'm working at this spot. Your girl is working there today. So you should dump her and have sex with me. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, because she hated her. And then I'm yeah, like, what? Yeah, yeah. Wait. And then <clears throat> she sent me the link of the profile. And then she... Back then, I was not educated on how they work. So they Photoshop tattoo and all that stuff. They are professional people. So for me, when I looked at the website, because I had doubt that it was... Somebody told me that she was on that website, but I couldn't find my girl because she had tattoos. And I was like, fuck, this girl looks like her, but she doesn't have tattoos. So obviously, bro, I'm naive. I'm like, Mm. I don't know much. So... She sent me, I'm like, but there's no... She's like, oh, we Photoshop tattoo. I'm like, oh. And on top of it, she had another tattoo. So they removed tattoo and they put another one to make sure that people don't recognize. <clears throat> so I go to the place and I wait until she get out of the job. So I see her leaving from the door. And then we got a big argument. She told me she was going to stop. But obviously, obviously I believed it. I was like, you know what? I wasn't an angel before, so... I believe people can change. Uh, bro, this is the worst toxic relationship I had in my life. We could spend the whole podcast talking about what happened, but I don't wanna <laughs> waste too much time on this topic. So Okay,
0: okay. Sorry, it's very interesting. But after that, <clears throat> after yeah, the so. heartbreak of the the lying <clears throat> prostitute, what happened then in the like <clears throat> life of Mike Magic Mike Chabot?
1: <clears throat> so Bro, I was like depressed and I was bankrupt. I ended up the relationship bankrupt because this girl wanted Louis Vuitton. She wanted everything and, and all the time. And she was making me pay. And she's like, you're not treating me right. And this and that. And me, I'm in love. And I'm like, okay, baby, I'll pay the restaurant." so I'm trying to keep up with all those bills. And <clears throat> in the meantime, um, yeah, in the meantime, in that story, I had to go strip in LA back and forth because... Um, i had to i was like fuck i and and when i was coming in l.a i was like an exotic so one week i could make a few thousand and then it was a, bro it was a mess this whole thing and then mm-hmm. i ended up the relationship how old you at this time 24 20 okay. yeah, yeah 24 like i think almost that's 25. just like a
0: crucial age like i was a <clears> fucking <throat> nutcase at 24 also and like it's wild how that works i think that's a really good age to be
1: a fuck up <laughs> so you can you can figure it out
0: you know after yeah, man. In it, it's,
1: it's insane and Mm-hmm. I end up the relationship bankrupt,
0: mm-hmm.
1: heartbroken, like I'm shattered, bro. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, I leave, I'm like, I'm done with competing, I'm done with with girls, I'm done with I'm like now I'm broke. Like, how do I make it? So fortunately for me, I had this gift with with manifesting stuff in my life. So at this specific moment, I manifest the perfect apartment um for me, an apartment that I can afford that the guy understand that I work as an influencer. Let me take the the lease without, I mean, I was making a lot of cash, cash. So I was like, the the lease was like, imagine looking at my bank account, you've been a stripper and and then you're an influencer. The guy was like, just nice. It was one of my favorite apartment. I go there and I manifest a contract for 60,000 a year with with Bang Energy Drink back then which was enormous for me, bro. I go from bankrupt to 60 grand a year. I'm like, I made it. I'm back. And then I got myself a brand new Mercedes, bro. Now I'm rolling. And then I get other contract and my life is starting again. And I start coaching people in the fitness again. So now now that the energy is out of my life, I can fully, like, it's like, we can talk about it later, but you're an energy channel. And when there's a blockage, obviously energy can not flow. So couldn't manifest anything while I was with her. Everything was a, Pain. Everything was not working. You know when your life is a mess and you're like, "I'm bad luck." You're not bad luck, bro. You're staying in that energy, and that's you're repeating the cycle because you manifest what happened, and you manifest from the point that you are, and you're at low, your lowest point, so you get your lowest manifestation. And then when you start feeling good, things start to happen. So fast forward like two, three years, I'm making. That's when I met you. I'm making like a hundred fifty thousand a year in Canada. Which, Quebec, which was really nice. I have a luxury apartment in Mercedes. I'm traveling. I'm getting influencer trip for free. But, bro, I'm still depressed. Mm-hmm. That's the sad part. I'm not... I'm still seeing girl left and right. Um, I feel like I, I'm not meeting the right girls. I feel like I'm still just having sex and this and that. So, that's the first time that I'm like... After my trip to the Maldives, I feel like shit. I'm like, I need to stay there i so i fly i'm like i'm going to go to bali i always wanted to go to bali so i end up going to bali for a full month and i think that's the first time i met you um at the istana i was looking for something spiritual and all that stuff so um wow. I was depressed. I was jacked. I was like, I was yeah. just, bro, my, my life.
0: amazing. I can't believe that's what you were going. I had no idea this backstory, bro. Like no idea at that yeah. point. I was just like, who's this jacked guy? You know, like I just didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't at, I didn't at all see that part. Right. That's so interesting. And when did the OnlyFans thing happen?
1: So <laughs> OnlyFans for me, happened at three different occasions. So first time I did OnlyFans, uh, right after when I um, when I was with my ex, OnlyFans was just launching, so I did one month, made fifteen thousand, just to be able to pay a few months of whatever while I was with her. But I closed it after a month because I didn't want to do it. Then I, when I was bankrupt, I opened it again and made a quick ten thousand to give money on the on the apartment I told you about and stuff. But I did one month, I closed it because I didn't want to do it, and then. After I went on a spiritual path and I, I left for Bali for the second time and I'm rolling, I'm an influencer. I'm making like, now I was making like steady, like 10, 15K a month. Um, I'm moving to LA and that's when the OnlyFan happened because fuck, one bedroom apartment was 4,000. Life was very expensive in LA and I didn't want to be with Bang anymore. Right when I arrive, I'm thinking about canceling Bang. They're giving me like five grand a uh, yeah, close to five grand a month, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I don't want to depend on any, any brand ever again, and I don't want to be an influencer for for if I don't believe in the product, I don't want to do it anymore. And I was in a, the funny part is, I got this close to closing my OnlyFans, uh, closing my Instagram and 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 all my social media and disappearing because, bro, I was, I noticed that Instagram for me was depressive, and the problem was. I had sexy content mixed with me and sexy content gets liked, but me, the Mike Shabbat that I am, it's like, of course you have a shirt. You're talking about like good stuff and interesting stuff. It doesn't appeal to that many people, <clears throat> like not as much.
0: Yeah, 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 I get it. So
1: instead of closing my Instagram, I was like, you know what? I'm a starting fan. <clears throat> and instead of posting a shirtless picture all the time on, on Instagram, I'm going to post them on OnlyFans and people will pay for that content. And I saw a guy that uh, back then, he was like, you are making 30,000 a month and I'm not even getting naked. And I'm like, what? 30 racks a month and you're not getting naked? Whoa. Hmm. And then I'm like, we check what he's doing. I see the numbers. I'm like, bro, 360,000 in a year. Like It was his first year. I'm like, that's insane, bro. That's good money
0: bro, I thought you're not even getting naked. I thought these guys would be like spreading their ass and stuff. That's amazing.
1: So wait, so that was like 2020, beginning of 2020. And then COVID happened too. And and that's when I'm launching OF. So for me, bro, I'm bawling. Like it's COVID. People have nothing else to do. They want to buy sex. So I do this and I'm just making sexy teasing content, nothing Mm -hmm. naked. I've been a stripper. Think about being a stripper, same shit. So I'm doing like kind of lap dance on video, like, and I stop in boxer, like, so very basic content that people would pay for, for, to see like who they really want to see. Even if you're not naked, they're going to pay. Mm -hmm. So I made like close to a million dollars with OF and, um, and the thing is, uh, it gave me a lot of time to build what i wanted to build in the background and pay i invested a lot of myself like hundreds of thousands of dollars in training and stuff i wasn't really spending the money on other stuff like for me only was a temporary thing so i i paid uh the health abundance app was like 300,000 to develop like all those things so i invested all my money in project like that and and mm-hmm. really building my future because i knew i didn't want to do it forever now the thing is, <clears throat> OnlyFan became like going to the grocery. It's like you talk to someone that's on Instagram or TikTok, you don't have an OnlyFan. Like <laughs> what? Like everybody has it. And the worst part is, it's like anything else. Once you start showing stuff, it's like once you're in Boxer, you're like, what? Well, what is it to be naked? Then you're going to show your dick. Then what is it to jerk off? Then oh, what is it to fuck girl on it? And, and that's what happened with people because the fans are demanding more so me i was me i was losing a lot of fan because i didn't want <clears throat> to like like on, on only fan not on not because i didn't want to spread your ass yeah or or <laughs> like <laughs> bend to the pressure it's like yeah if yeah, I'm, not I'm not doing something i'm not doing something like for me like i like either I would have gone full porn and you, either you'd be the next Johnny Sin or either I keep it classy and I don't want to, because I knew where I wanted to go as a coach. Yeah. So, and at the same time, it it affects your energy, like that everybody yeah. sees you a little, as a little whore or whatever. And it's okay. Like, I I don't judge people that are doing it. Do it if you want to do it. It just, I know that porn is really bad for the brain, there's study proven and a lot of things like that. And now it was at a point that Honestly, everybody I knew that started on OnlyFans with me. Everybody's naked, jerking off, or doing full-on porn. There's yeah. like everybody got. Nowadays, if you honestly, if you're not naked, bro, like OF is the wild, wild west. Like Tyga is on it, fucking girl. Like now it's like wild, bro. Like every wow. celebrity is on. Like now everybody's on it. It's like it's savage. Like like Disney stars are on it. Like anybody you can think of. It's like insane. Disney stars so, are on it yeah, there was like Bella Thorne and people and girl like that. Like, and it's like a lot of people go and it's a lot of money, a lot of money, like sex Mm -hmm. sell. We know it. So don't get me wrong. It's like, I have a friend making 120, 130,000 a month as guy. Like, and the thing is, bro, you do it three years. You stack three, four mil, you invest 2.5 mil in a, in a fund that will give you like with a private money manager that, normally around 10% a year that's 250,000 bro you can live just of that money and you're set for life if it, let's say, imagine your life in bali it yeah. costs oh, like yeah. maybe 100,000 yeah and that's like a <clears throat> imp life like you're you're you do whatever you want yeah bro you, I mean, you got I mean, a king thing villa for, for 40,000 yeah. a year and maybe yeah. 10,000 dollars of food and stuff so it's like imagine a, if I th- that's one of the things I almost thought about doing, but then I had a higher calling of like, I need to help people. Because mm-hmm. if it was just for me, bro, like, I don't want to help people. I don't care. I would have went full porn two, three years, make a few mil, uh, put the money in crypto, put the money in, has- in assets and buy a place in Bali, two, three place. You know how we roll? You yeah, rent yeah. two or three of them. And then, bro, I know people making 50, 60,000 a year in Bali doing that. So the thing is, at some point... I was like I want to do something else so that's why I didn't go that route and mm. and then it's hard to close I was making like 30,000 a month mm-hmm. USD Yeah and it's Same. it's it's yeah. really hard to close that income and when I started the year 2022 I was like it's my last year mm. and I started road to abundance Uh, in June and then I went back home for three months and then I took it a little easy and that's the problem it's like you take it a little easy because you have like consistent money and I had sponsor and I had other shit Mm -hmm. so constantly making 40 50 racks a a month so why would I shut down those stream of income yeah and then November of this year uh, of of 2022 bro we're arriving I told myself I need to close it but I'm like no, I got a new house I had to put down and I had to put like 70,000 and this and that. I'm like, I'm not closing that, like, fuck it. I'm going to roll. I'm, so the last three months before November, my income went to 10,000 because I didn't take care of it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to build it back. So I, I jumped it from 10 to 30 again in one month because I was involved. If you're involved, you're putting your energy towards something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I'm making again 30 racks and I do a psilocybin uh, journey. And I have a big talk with my higher self and he's like, bro, what, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, well, oh, I don't know, bro, it's easy money. Like He's like, yeah, that's your problem. You're being lazy. You're not being to your full potential. And, and you need to lead by example. And he's like... You are an unlimited being. And if you have 100% faith, life will make it happen for you. It's always like that. Like, there's no doubt. And the reason why you keep your OF, it's because you have a doubt. And I'm like, no, no, I don't have a doubt that I'll be a very successful coach. I'll I'll have a bestseller. My book will be amazing. All that stuff. He's like, then leave on the OF. And I'm like, bet. So I just got done with the mushroom trip. I'm heading to my office. I tell my girl to record. I'm like, she doesn't know what I'm going to do. I delete my gaming because I was gaming a lot recently because I started having a little down because I was bored and I was like, I'm comfortable. So I started gaming again and I was doing OF again. like, And then I was like, fuck, it's not for me. I deleted the game. I closed OF and I was like, I'm done. I pulled the plug on it. And now let's fucking do business. Now let's take road to abundance. Let's help people and let's crush it. And I'm going to show them that if you have 100% faith in what you do, that you can go full potential. So I started running in order to do a marathon at some point, uh, then an Ironman or something like that. And yeah, I want to use my body as like show that if you want to accomplish things, you can do it. And I also want to do like more with my life and coach people and help people. So that's how I end up closing it.
0: Well, first of all, that's a that's a boss move to go from making, you know, 50 50k a month 50 60k a month Two being like no nope, one mushroom journey i'm gonna help the world hats off to you bro much respect like i love that i was stoked when you <laughs> i was on your podcast and you like casually mentioned that i was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. wait bro <laughs> what <laughs> like, i didn't know you had only fans when we met in in Istanbul. i thought you're just some jack french canadian guy it's <laughs> so just like what the fuck bro like, that's so interesting tell me about road to abundance what's this app what are you doing <laughs>
1: So now I'm I'm a human potential coach. I call myself a chakra sharpa. So (laughs) basically-
0: I've never heard that.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious. So chakra uh, energy and sharpa mean guide. So -hmm. basically what I do, people, I guide them to go to their fullest potential. So um, there's three key things in life, the trinity, okay? It's like relationship, wealth, and health. And once you master this triangle, you- and you do it right, and you, you're fully present while you are on the journey to achieve it and all that stuff, you unlock happiness and fulfillment. You don't need to be at your goal, but if you have the right mindset and you, you respect yourself in that trinity of relationship, wealth, and health, meaning that you do what you love and you're not at a job that you hate just for the money, that's first thing, and that you maximize what you want to do out of this life and you live full potential in your career... That's one. So that's why I did the move with OF because I was not living to my full potential. And I was like, I can't be coaching people and lying to myself. So that's why I was like, no, no, no. I need to be fully aligned with what I say. And also I, I, I wanted to preach no porn. And if I'm selling fan, it doesn't really work with me. So I'm like, I can't be lying to people. So yeah. for me, you have to be like fully aligned and health and help will like the health part. So being in shape, eating the right food, all that stuff will... Amplify your hormones, all your panel, everything, your whole body, your aura, your energy, everything is linked and you're going to manifest better relationship. You might manifest your dream partner and it's going to help you with your career because you are going to have clarity and focus, which a lot of people only think about health 6 pack, but that's not it. It's way more than that. And now I do a lot of biohacking and new topics. So the whole health purpose is that and then relationship a lot of people are in toxic relationship, been there, done that multiple time. I know how to get out of that circle. I know yeah. how to manifest the right partner. So now that's what I'm teaching to successful people. Like, yo, yeah, and I I'm, love that. I'm dedicated to men right now. Uh, I still coach women. If a woman really want to be coach and she's like, Mike, I really want to do it. I'll take you. But my program is specified. Like I want to work with men because I know the struggle. I've been there. Um, And even when you think you have everything and you're a hot guy, you have girls, you have everything that society preach, there's a point that your life is going to collapse because you're going to realize that all that stuff, even money doesn't mean anything. And the reason I I dropped all that money is because I work, I walk the talk. Like if you're not happy doing something, money doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah. Yeah. Align yourself.
0: I really love that. Can I ask you a bit of a, like a vulnerable question on that? Cause I, I often seen this with a bunch of people who are like the hot guy or the hot girl. And there was like underneath that, a bit of insecurity, like <clears throat> underneath that there was a, and it surprised the shit out of me. Cause I'm like, what are you talking about? You're fucking hot. <laughs> but there was like this crazy, like, not crazy. I don't want to say crazy, but there was this insecurity underneath that. <clears throat> I didn't, I thought was <clears throat> ridiculous. So you're like, you're banging hot. How are you? That insecure. I had a yeah. girlfriend in my early twenties when I was a drug dealer, uh, that, that, hot drug dealer girlfriend, God bless her. But there was like, she was really insecure. And I was like, what do you mean? And I wonder if you ever went through something that, that being <clears throat> the yeah. you know, perfect body, six pack, what <laughs> insecurity did you have?
1: Where yeah, was it? Yeah, so there's only everything mostly come down to two fears in this world. The fear of not being love and the fear of not being enough. Mm-hmm. So being hot uh, doesn't really prevent any of those fears. So that's what I call a fake insecurity. I know I was hot. I know I can pick up girl. But I still had those fear of not being enough and not being loved. And mm-hmm. um I had some failure in the past in business and in other stuff. And and then you start doubting yourself. I was the like my first girlfriend when I was 14, she crushed my heart. Then my second girlfriend at 17, the same. The third one, she cheated on me, fourth cheated on me, fifth cheated on me, and my last one cheated on me and was a whore. So no matter like that's <laughs> why it's like when people say, Oh, like you're hot, whatever. It doesn't matter. If the person wanna cheat, and the problem is it's you. You're attracting those people and it comes for your from your insecurities. So yes, uh when I was young, I was not always that hot. Like in terms of when I was at high school, I remember I was like small. I was smaller and I was like 130 pounds. So At 16, 17 years old, I started like shooting testosterone and I started going to the gym and I got like 30, 40 pounds. And now I started looking really hot. And then I was hiding all my insecurity behind that hotness. Mm. But it makes you a jerk because your ego is the mask that you wear every day. So you're not leading from a place of open heart. You're leading from a place of ego. And I was still a good person underneath, but... Also, another thing is, I understood that girls love bad boy. So when I was selling drug and all that shit, girls loved it. The stripper girls loved it. So I was portraying of being an asshole and a and a, and a bad bad guy, like a bad boy. But in reality, when they were coming home, I was treating them like princess, like queens. Like the yeah. thing is. Yeah. They were like, wow, you're really nice. I didn't think you were like that. And I'm like, "Why well, you thought I was an asshole? Like, just because we're only having sex, I won't treat you like shit. I was never like that. But yeah, yeah. but I would do dick move. Like I, I did things like that. I came up to girl like, hey, tonight you're coming back with me. And then I don't talk to her for the whole night. And then I go and I'm like, we're leaving. And she's like, okay. Like And, yeah. I, and my friend were tripping balls. And I took those behavior from other friends that were also successful with girls. Yeah, yeah. The problem with that behavior is that you don't attract the right girls.
0: I was just but, about to circle back to that. Exactly that. I was like, successful with girls, huh? And I was like, um. <laughs> but then you just stated every single one of those girls cheated on you and one was a whore. That's <laughs> rough. Um, <laughs> you know, like, well, what are you calling in? Right. Um, that That's quite interesting, you know, that that link there. And then you, because you and your partner now are an absolutely gorgeous couple, of course. It's really sweet to see that. coming to visit you guys and hang out. But the thing in that is like, you shifted fundamentally, energetically to then bring in another partner that is aligned, right? And so, what did that look like?
1: Yeah, so after after so many failures, it's like once you fail business after business after business, you look at the business. So once you fail relationship after relationship after relationship, it's not every girl that is the problem. So yes, if they are the problem, if they're the one that are cheating and being like really bad in the relationship, so who's the problem? Who's starting those business? Me, so I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, it's about time that you change your type of girl. I, I used to love tat up girl. I don't say every tat up girl is bad, but I used to love that, that style of like stripper yeah, yeah. style and all that shit. And then like the bad girl that love the bad boy and all those hot girl that I also have daddy issue and all that shit. And oh, sex is good, but bro, it comes with all the fucked up parts. So the thing is, mm. <clears throat> I was like, Mike, let's look at everything you did with girls and let's set boundaries And let's change this behavior. And from that day, I started attracting different girls. And I just didn't put myself in relationship until I felt it was really the right one. And twice, I had girls that I was like, maybe, but there was a little something missing. And I was just patient. It took me six years. And there was one key thing that I was doing Uh, that a lot of people are doing is your words are really powerful. And that's why we call them spelling because you're casting spell. And a lot of people don't know that, but, and I had all the reason in the world to say what I say. It doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean that it should belong in my mouth. So the thing is, remember I did a lot of bachelor party. Girls are getting married. They're still sucking your dick. All those girls are cheating at the bar. Every All the girls with boyfriend are, t- are cheating left and right with every stripper. All my ex cheated. So in my head, I'm going on saying that every girl is a whore and I have data to back it up. And every girl is a lying piece of shit and that's how I talk. And, and that's, that's my reality. But the problem with that is that's what you're going to keep manifesting because that's what you're putting out. Every girl is this, every girl is that. Every, so every girl that comes to you is this and that because that's what you're saying. And then at some point, <clears throat> I was talking with some mentors and I had some girls also in my, in my path, like some spiritual girl. And they're like, Mike, you have to stop talking like that. I'm like, well, oh, fuck, they're all cheaters. They're all whore every time I catch them. And and they're like, yeah, but it's like if you say it's hard finding a job, it's hard doing money. It's, it's going to be hard. Yeah. You're putting it out there. It's going to be hard. It's easy. So then I was like, you know what? I swore to myself coming back from that Bali trip when I was uh, like, when I moved to LA that I will stop talking like that. Mm. It wasn't an, a perfect path. It wasn't an easy path. Yeah. Like, like, Yes, I would catch myself talking shit about girls sometime. And then I was like, fuck, I need to stop. And there's the four agreement of Miguel Ruiz, which is um, impeccable by my word and all that stuff. So I was like, I was just resetting. Okay, Mm. Mike, let's do another day without talking like that. Let's do... And then that's how I manifested my girl. At some point, I knew what I wanted. I knew the list. And I was like, I'm going to find that girl. That girl is out there for me. But I also needed to elevate myself to the status where I wanted the partner. So... If you're here and you want this partner, she's looking at you. She doesn't want to be with you. And it's the same. If you're a girl, nowadays, that's one thing. Girls, they want everything. The the six-figure man, this and that. But what the fuck are you providing? Like, who are you? Like, now they don't want to cook. They don't want to clean. They don't want to do anything. Okay, that's fine. Let's get a maid. Let's get a chef. Let's get something. What are you going to do? Shop, take my credit card and go spend money? No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. Like, or you want to build a business you want to do something you want to help me like you want to work with me like what are you going to do and if you can't provide for a high value man you're never going to get one and if you're not a high value man with good value you never get a high value woman that respect herself so that works both way and the whole system to me is fucked up right now like girls talking and, and you know how many people do six figure a year like how many men's and how many hot girls they're out there? And the problem is those hot girls right now, they're wasting their peak life. And after all, you have to offer is a used car to a man. Because you've That's been used, you've been abused by all those yacht boat and all that stuff. You wasted your prime year to give to someone else, not out of love, but for money and trips. And now you're gonna to go to a man and you'd be like, Hey, I only have this to offer. So I also wanted to bring to the relationship and value. And once you become that person, you can attract. So it sound,
0: Sounds like you really did then double down on bringing value to yourself. But I like the language piece because obviously I've heard, we've all heard the inverse of that with women being like all guys are dogs, all guys are cheaters. Mm-hmm. And, and then when I look yeah. at that, you, know, you can see someone with that energy. It's like, that seems like a loop that you're bringing in and we have to believe and speak out there that that'll happen. It's a lot like, I've been fucking around a lot with like, okay, there's God all around me. There's, there. It's in this elevator. I'm bored waiting for the elevator. I used to daydream about having millions of dollars, and now I'm like, God's in this elevator with me right now. This elevator ride is divine. I'm usually alone, yeah, right here, shit, right? And I'm by myself, and I'm just like, this elevator ride is dope. And it's just like all of a sudden, it gets really good. It's a great elevator ride. I've had this like multiple yeah. times in this building I'm in right now, and I'm like, good elevator ride, you know? Because like, well, <laughs> I'm not just like wasting it away on other shit. I'm just like, yeah. right here. There's what I want which is Mm -hmm. a connection to all that's around me in the divine. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I will speak into that. and i really, I really enjoy that. You know, I think that's a really cool thing to see that you went from quite a toxic lifestyle, quite sex addiction, you know, uh, prostituting yourself over, over the internet in in a certain way. And then now coaching people on energy is a really interesting shift. Like I, I like that a lot. You know, that's cool. Yeah.
1: I always wanted to do it. Like Since I was 19, I saw Tony Robbins. I was like, that's going to be me. And Mm -hmm. then every excuse is in the box not to do it until a certain point. I'm a super honest person. So I was like, I cannot coach people if I'm not the person that I say I am. And I see a lot of life coach or coach that are all fucked up in coaching people. And for me, I was like, I don't want to be one of them that a story will come out that I'm so fucked up in my head, but I'm coaching people. And God bless them. They may be helping, but for me, it didn't work. And then I was too young. I was this, I was that. So... Now I'm at the perfect age that I was like, bro, I have no excuses. I invested hundreds of thousands in program and biohacking my brain. I'm certified in work, yoga, chakra, whatever you name it in that field. I paid for it. I had mentor. I wrote, I, I read so many books. I, I, I did so many things. I'm like, fuck. And, and <clears throat> one time, two years ago, uh, there was one of my friends. He's a multimillionaire. He's like 50 years old super amazing person and we're having a conversation and at some point I stop him and I'm like let me ask you a question and then I go down to asking him a very like deep question about his life and he's like you know that he's a very intelligent man And he's like you know that you're the first person that made me think in the last four years like so that's when I knew I was like okay I'm ready I'm ready to coach Mm -hmm. like that's it like because the thing is I noticed how I was behaving with people around me and I noticed the shift that I was making in their life and all that stuff and I was like there's no more excuse I'm not too young I not I did everything now I got the million I got I got everything. So I was like now you got to stop fucking around so I went into like creating my course the road to abundance and you want to know the funny part is I was I was on the I was on the phone with this with this guy to help me to put the course together give me ideas because I was like you're the type of client that I want so inspire me, like what would make you pay for me? And then we had this talk and then there was one thing that I'm not the best at planning, like structure. Yeah, yeah. And funny enough, when I manifested my girlfriend, she has been working for a friend of mine that I reconnected with him when I'm in Miami. The guy sold for $50 million of program and she was working with him and she was the one building uh, that type of stuff for him. So I not only I manifested (laughs) a girlfriend, but I manifested a girl that she's good at that stuff and we piece together and she helped me to put Road to Abundance together. Like my brain is an encyclopedia. I don't forget knowledge, everything I read, I remember, and I study three, four hours a day. But the problem for me is I have so much information. So if I'm gonna coach you, Aaron, I'll be like, okay, I'm asking you a question and I can know specifically, but right now the program has been built online on linked with me, coaching session with me. So it's a little different of just one-on-one every fucking week. I I wanted to provide more value. So I was like, where do I start? What do I provide? Because everybody's kind of different. And then that's why the name wrote to Abundance. I noticed that all my successful friends, and when I say successful, I'm not only talking about money, the happy one, the one that they're fulfilled inside and stuff. I noticed that they all went through the same path, the same purpose, the same stuff, like very similar. Like maybe I got a motorcycle accident. Maybe they got something else happened. Like, but same stuff and they did the same things in order to achieve abundance so i was like i'm gonna lay the path i'm gonna make the road and i'm gonna show it to you and then you can just follow it and if you listen and, and you do everything and you just do it you'll achieve what you're looking for might be happiness more wealth more relationship more whatever you want you'll get it
0: is that 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 path i'm interested in that for for everyone listening is that around the health wealth and family like is that the the path or was it that character arc Mm -hmm. of usually people suffer and then they're able to get through the
1: suffering into it or it's a combination um you don't need to suffer Mm -hmm. the the only thing with human being is we learn by experience and not by word so Mm -hmm. how many times that you something happened and you're like "Ah, somebody told me about that fuck now i'm living it so Mm -hmm. um everybody like most these successful men or people that are on the way to success, things already happen to them and they're just missing the little thing that didn't click in their head. Then they read book and they do all the things and it's not clicking. So I was like, let me be that switch for them. Let me be, if you want a better life, you need to ask better questions. But, but asking better questions just for yourself is not going to make it because your subconscious is a very intelligent being and subconscious is 95% of your actions and 5% of your conscious mind. So you're, fa- you're fighting a battle that you can't win. It's it's 5% versus 95%. And what's very interesting is, let's say that this circle is your conscious mind. Your subconscious, if he wants to hide something from you, he's going to put it just outside of it. So when you're asking question, it's like, can't find it, don't know the answer. But when somebody is expanding your circle of consciousness and you're like, oh, and then boom, the light, green light. It's like, it's now you see it. Yeah. So that's, that's what I do for people. Like sometime, like one of my clients, two weeks on the program, she's like, you changed my whole life better than 20 years of therapy. It's, it's, so instead of making you talk and you talk and you tell me your story, cause it's always a story and your story is just reinforcing your behaviors and why you're like that. So it's the same as if I tell you why every girl is a whore. Cause they lie, cause they cheat, cause I've been cheated on, cause I I stripped and it, bro, that's a story. Break the pattern. Let's mm-hmm. ask better question. I don't want to ask why you're like that. I want to know how can we make it better. And yeah. that's why I'm not a therapist. I'm not, I'm not listening to your story and I'm like, poor Aaron, you're such a oh, you're such a pity boy. No. Okay, Aaron, you want a good life? Yeah, you're ready to not make excuses. Let's talk real. Let's talk the real question. Let's ask the deep stuff. And when we find that and, and when we remove those limiting beliefs, remove the thing, then your life opens up like, bro, there's a bliss. And same as I really like your thing with the elevator because life, you only have one thing to do, okay? Only one is to feel good. So there's a really good book. It's called Ask and it is Given. Um, ask and it is given. And in the process, you put barrier, Ask a million, oh, Do I? can I really get a million? I don't know. And that's the problem. It's like you have those limiting beliefs. But the thing is, a lot of people don't feel good on a regular basis. And so that's why I developed the road to abundance because if you could just feel good and be good all the time, you would. But it's been 30 years that, You've been programmed by your teacher, by your parents, by money is hard, money doesn't grow on tree, biz, that, that. And then your teacher tell you that you're lucky if you make 60000 a year. And and, and Aaron, you're a stupid kid because you were not listening. Maybe you were not even interested in what they teach at school because it's all bullshit. We know it. So it's like they're just making robots. If they were not, they were. They would teach you the finance, how many people when I was working at the bank that I saw that they were bankrupt and all that shit, if they really wanted what's good for you. But let's say they're going to grade you. So you think you're a dumb person because you've been graded on dumb shit like math or whatever, like things that are Pita Gore. When is the last time you used that in real life? Is that so, French for Pythagoras?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad so, I caught that. But I say that all the fucking time. I'm like, when did I ever need to know? You know, the the area, the the square root of this. Like, I never use the, the the triangle things and cosine. Yeah. I never use it. Teach me how to do taxes. Teach me how to be mindful. There needs to be a mindful class, mindfulness class yeah. in, in school.
1: Like this should I be hugging class, emotional Longer regulation. Class.
0: You know, yeah, If I yeah, knew bro. emotional regulation, I probably would have not done so many drugs. Like, probably, you know? Yeah, man, but, like uh,
1: yeah. teach you how to ask questions to yourself. Like, yeah. teach Self-inquiry you- class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, like yeah, all yeah. those stuff. So the thing is, you've been conditioned to think that you're dumb or you're this or you're that. And if you let it happen, but the problem is 30 years, 40 years, 50 years of that, now we have to, we have, unfortunately, to do the work to unprogram all this and set the right stuff. But once you arrive... So a lot of people are like, but why is this person successful? Because the difference between you and a millionaire or a billionaire is when they start a project, they already think I'm going to win. It's not even in their mind that they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. So there was a very like interesting thing of like, um, like I think it was Abraham Hicks who was asking to someone like, are you good at a sport? And then the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good at basketball. She's like, cool. Would you be good at tennis? Oh yeah, I would be good for sure. Have you ever played? No. Because the guy knows he's good at sports. So in his yeah. mind, he's going to pick it up. And you know it because you're good at sport. I'm good at sport. It's like, yeah, bro, I never played a sport. You ask me, bro, I beat the fuck out of everybody. Don't <laughs> worry. Give me two days of that sport. I'm nailing it. Because in my yeah. mind, I yeah. know I'm going to be good. But yeah. often if you're talking about something that you don't know and you have no practice and nothing, you'd be like, I'm not sure. And then that's where the doubt and everything happen, And that's what happened. You don't get it. Yeah, I totally get
0: that. I had that funny enough, like last week or something and a friend of a friend of mine came to check out the job site at the uh at the new shop we're building lotus house mm-hmm. and they're like worried like oh are you worried like it like you know you won't get customers or are you like they had like a fear like it won't work like are you worried it wouldn't work and i'm like i didn't even think of that like that, that doesn't even pop through my head it's gonna work like yeah. there's no that's not even in my realm of thinking of like that's fucking but amazing like, bro. yeah it's just like no we're gonna like <clears throat> the, and i and but i also go practical i'm like I got great marketing ideas. I hired out a great team. Our location is awesome. Like, and I'm putting my heart and my energy into it. Like I'm here right now. I'm going to go for this. So there's no like, what if it fails, like not even a little yeah. bit, but, but I think that's an important thing for people to actually shift. Cause there's so many of my coaching clients. We work very similarly, by the way, you and me, and you know, there's a bunch of them that just like, well, what if, and I'm like, there's no like use in what if it's just like worst case, best case scenario. And I did that's this exactly Bali. like, yeah, if it doesn't work out for me in Bali, I'll just come back home and figure it out. But it's not that yeah. bad. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out. There's no like, oh no, but then I'm fucked. It's like, yeah, but then you'll figure something else out. Like it's, I'll be alive.
1: It takes the same amount of energy to see, okay, let's say I want to start a business tomorrow. I want to start a car dealership. It takes the same effort to be like, what if it's not going to work to, what if it's going to work? And guess what? If you go with what if it's not going to work, you'll feel like shit and you'll Mm -hmm. come with those shit feeling with everything you do. And now you'll start finding reason why it won't work. If you go the other side, you'll start feeling good. Fuck, this is going to work. I'm going to find an investor and stuff. And at the beginning, feel good. Don't worry about the how. Like, okay, you start a project, things will just happen. Start going with the good energy in the project. Yep. There's no like, if it doesn't work, bro, why you put those vibration out? Like, bro, it's going to work. And, and like you said, you're going to put energy and you're going to put the work towards it. You you know that you'll hire the right team. And the thing is, How? Don't worry about the how. The right team will come when it's meant to be and and all that stuff. It's like, right now, make a list of what you need and don't worry about the how. This is the, okay, I want to start a tattoo. I need to find a constructor guy to renovate the local. I need to find a team for marketing. I need to find tattoo artists. I need to find that life. You get it for me and I'm going to start doing all that. And that's That's it.
0: That's exactly what I do is like just write shit down and make a plan. It's so much better when it's written. If I just like make a list of what I have and what I need and how to get what I need. And that's what I always do with my clients is just like, well, if we just write it out and look at it, it's just stuff. It's not this big (laughs) cloud in your head. It's just stuff. And then you do stuff, you know, like you'll figure it out. It's like we figure out way more complicated shit all the time that's in a different realm. And this is just a different one, but the unknown scares us, right? So I want to hear some of the closing thoughts from you of what, what advice would you give to anybody looking to make a big transformation, a shift from a secured job or income that's not in their highest alignment and they're addicted to the money or the power or whatever to a higher, a higher purpose, a calling, a Dharma.
1: Okay. So first of all, just, um, Before I go there, the the purpose guy, when when Aaron and I, we talk about purpose, your purpose can change at any time. Mm -hmm. Don't be so hard on what's my purpose of life. What's my purpose right now? What do I want to do? Maybe when I'll be 50, I won't be doing that coaching. Maybe I'll be doing other stuff like you never know. But right now, I feel like that's my calling and the calling can change. And I would say, you know yourself best. So if you're someone that will be stressed, will be feeling so negative, will be all that because you quit your job And you're not, you do not feel securely fine, um, financially secure. And you're like, I might not make it. And then it won't work. Like, you might not want to jump just like that. If you're like me and you're not really stressed and you're like, life will make it happen for me, all that. and, And your things are going and everything is good. You can leave your job and do whatever you want. But if not, at least do it as a side hustle at the beginning and start vibrating that frequency, start going there, start making it happen for you. So the thing is, a lot of people complain, but they don't take actions. Like, bro, if you don't like your job, you're free to quit. And if you don't want to quit, then shut up. Be positive on your job and then do something about it. Like complaining every day is not going to help you and it's not going to help your job. So either you shut it, and you do what you have to do and you do it with a happy mentality and you build something on the side or you stop complaining because either way, you're not helping yourself with those complaints. So that's the first step.
0: Boom. Wow. Mic drop from my. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, bro. Thank you so much for sharing so openly, dropping some wisdom bombs, entertaining uh-huh. me and I'm sure everybody listening. That's like, yo... Did this guy really go from stripper to OnlyFans to, you know, crushing it in his own personal development, human potential coaching? Like, that's a good story arc. I love it. And and I'm so happy that you and I will be allies forever, homeboys, yeah, and, man. You know, supporting each other through our <laughs> journeys abroad, energetically, locally, all of that. I appreciate you, my friend. Um how can people find uh higher abundance, a road to abundance? Sorry. How can they find you in the app? How can they support you and and get some awesome new juicy fitness
1: yeah so i mean i'm verified on tiktok instagram youtube all those platforms normally mike shabbat fitness or mike shabbat on on all the others and uh road to is the website so if you want to apply for coaching if if it's something that you have your calling uh, i'll be pleased to help you i just don't want people that find excuses like if you're going to find a lot of excuses and you're not ready to put the work there's no point to go hire a mentor but to be honest, guys, if hiring mentor and investing that money in myself was the best thing I ever did, and if it's not with me, do it with Aaron. If it's not with Aaron or me, do it with someone, but find a mentor that appeals to you and that you're like, I want to get their wisdom and I want to I be like, I want to live their life. I want to do all that that they're doing. And that's what I did to achieve what I achieved as fast. Like I found mentors. So oh, yeah, man, thanks for having me. And I'm blessed to know you. Like it was, I was, it was a when you start hanging on the right purpose that that's where you meet the great people and my journey like since I, i've been aligning on that spiritual path for a few years i've been like manifesting the right people for sure
0: i love it thank you my friend uh-huh. and i'll see you soon peace out everybody thanks for listening to this episode of the ink pray love podcast i'm your host Aaron Baia. and if you'd like to do some charity work go to slash charity Support one of the causes on that page, whichever resonates for you. Do some good today.